0: Hi, I'm Brandon.
1: I love Hallmark Hanukkah movies. I'm Brian. I like Hallmark Hanukkah movies.
2: I'm Jonathan Shapiro, and I stand with Hanukkah Hallmark movies.
0: And this is a Deck Check the, the, the Hallmark, Hallmark Podcast. podcast. Check the Hallmark It's His Podcast. Brandon and friends host this podcast. Bah, bah,
2: bah, bah, bah. We hope you like this jolly podcast. Bah, 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 bah.
0: I uh you might be noticing if you're watching on Philo that Dan is once again gone for the second day in a row and he claimed it's the flu a little suspicious I'm starting to think that it was all a ploy to get out of this episode with Jonathan Shapiro hey, Which
2: one by the way which one is Dan He's the most I forgettable think, of the yeah, three so I'd I do say. see
0: how you got there
2: But yeah. can I tell you about a Hanukkah miracle that happened to a young person who I know by the name of Jonathan
0: Shapiro
1: Please do Ooh.
2: I went to the, my mailbox here in Beverly Hills, and I said to the uh, the employee, I guess, uh, "Get away from this there!" Because he was getting a little close to the front yeah. door, and uh, and I I rat I racked the shotgun, Whoa. so he ran. Pointed he, oh, and I released the dogs. But anyway, what he left was a box, and in the box was a gift, and. I, it was the most beautiful gift. It was a microphone sent to me by my three Southern brothers, the three wise men who make up the deck, the Hallmark. And and I immediately wrote them and said, is this a loner? Has this been stolen?
0: Yeah. Whatever. You didn't ask if it was stolen. Yeah, you, don't you didn't ask. ask. You asked if it was a loner. And yeah. I said, no, you never asked anything about it being stolen. Stolen merchandise. Anyway, it means more to
2: me than I can tell you. And as a result, I'm converting to Christianity. Yes.
0: Welcome. Wow. May the Lord bless you and keep you. <laughs> and
2: by the way, it happened last night. Got the best night's sleep of my of life. Woke up this morning, had ham and eggs. <laughs> Everybody's treating me great. People are so friendly. I don't even, I haven't checked the stock market once.
0: You've been listening you to some uh, praise and worship music. <laughs> it's been a,
2: it's been a moment You're over there. It's
1: beautiful out there.
2: Andy Williams suddenly speaks to me in a way that he never did before. Absolutely,
1: that's worth it alone.
2: Um, I had commerce with my <laughs> wife. I didn't even feel guilty about yeah. it.
0: <laughs> Welcome. Oh man, I love that for you. Yeah. Hold out that microphone. Show the people what you got.
1: Show okay, that package so- you got in the mail.
0: Look at that. Look at you. Mic. And like, uh, talk talk into it, nice and close. Do some ASMR. Do you know about ASMR?
2: Rangers in the night. Wow. Changing glances, strangers in the night. That's beautiful. I don't know the lyrics. Dan is home with hookers, (laughs) snorting a lot of cocaine.
0: You are, I gotta be honest, Jonathan, you are funnier as a Christian. So, by
2: the way, it's funny you say that. I was a mid-level funny Jew. I'm the funniest (laughs) Christian who's ever lived. (laughs)
0: That's true. That's true. That's a reason to make the switch right Absolutely. Well, congratulations to you. Uh, Great
2: to see you guys. It's great to see you both lost weight. It's great to see the new guy's hair is coming back after that haircut last time. It's just... Just great to see you guys. Do you want to say
0: anything to uh, Jonathan about anything that you've been doing lately, uh, Brian? Is this so, when you want to do this or f- when do you want to do this It's funny that he
1: says we look better. I feel better. Yeah, and why do you a a feel better? A lot of it has to do with these seven steps I've been following. Go, go over to that camera. Uh, go over to that camera. I can say that I'm- I'm literally crying. I'm a little bit more like Abe. A little Lincoln-esque in my, my 2023 end of year self. Now, you purchased this with your hard-earned cash. Hard-earned cash from probably from doing this podcast. And you read it. I read it on a plane and then I finished it at home. Leave, go ahead and leave the Amazon review right now. What are you going to say? I'm going to say fun. It is funny. I laughed out loud on the plane. I looked around. I realized nobody else knows what I'm laughing at. Uh, I it was super heartfelt. Your story, your touching story at the end, where you kind of go into your family and you give a really good reason, connection, family connection to to Abe Lincoln and writing this book. Uh, really touching. Uh, I've been listening to the podcast more. I obviously listened to these guys uh, being on your podcast and I've been listening to your podcast more now just as a fan, cause it's fun. Greg is a great addition there. So the book's a great read and it's a piece of cake to get through, even for someone like me who has a really lousy attention span. Well, you,
2: first of all, the book is called because you don't know how to plug. Absolutely not. How to be Lincoln seven steps to a legendary life written by Jonathan Shapiro Formerly Jewish, now Christian. Yeah. It does say and that
0: too, I, which is it's yeah, actually impressive. The, I to, version two. And
2: if, that, if you look on the back of the book, one of the blurbs is from one of my good friends, Martha Williamson, who was the uh, head writer for Touch by an Angel. So time coming this uh but no thank you so much man that means a lot to me yeah it it actually and what is it like knowing
0: jonathan that it is because of your podcast that we went back to having a set with stuff that covers our legs because after (laughs) after we showed up on your podcast and i found out that it was a visual medium as well Mm. and had my my gams Plastered around the internet, there. Uh, someone started an OnlyFans with pictures from that podcast, and I'm not getting a cent yeah. of that. So now we well, have this. You know
2: I did not know that. There's a whole genre of hobbit porn. <laughs> <laughs> you are actually the most popular. Yeah. It's it,
1: it's top of the category. It's
2: filthy. I have to say, no, you do have terrible legs, and I say that with love because I'm trying to help you. I don't know if your wife is officially a saint or is blind or what, but I had night. No, I can't eat ribs anymore.
0: <laughs> well, you just your background just blurred, which is a thing that I.
2: You know, as a Christian, what's happened here? I don't know. <laughs> here in the cave where they put me, uh, there's not a lot of light. I don't know how that happened.
0: But, it was uh, it was pretty wonderful. So congratulations to you, <laughs> um, and yeah i don't know i think i had okay legs
1: uh
2: anyway let's- no 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 you have hideous <laughs> legs you had <have> vomitous <laughs> legs we look at those legs and actually those what you can't show those to prisoners <laughs> oh, that's no. actually a Geneva convention and it's not just that they're ugly legs because they yeah. are <laughs> but they're misshapen in a way and they're definitely misshapen the one is Differently horrible than the The amount
0: of time that you have spent looking at my legs to prove this point. I don't know. I think um,
1: he's turning, he's kind of starting to like him. I I think think
0: you're starting to come around to him. That's what happens. That's what happens.
1: All right, are we here to review a Jewish We are. We, we are.
0: We're <laughs> taking our time, though. Don't worry. It's uh, time to talk about round and round. Uh, if you didn't see it, I'll tell you all about it. Originally aired on December tenth, twenty twenty three, and it went a little something like this. Uh, the movie starts with a flashback. It is the eighties, and Rachel is telling us via voiceover about how her parents met on the seventh night of Hanukkah uh, at a party. And her mom is a DJ, her dad an economist, and they spend the night in the DJ booth, which leads to Goldberg's, which leads to eating jelly donuts, and uh, the rest is history. Cut to the present, and the family is throwing a party for the seventh night of Hanukkah, and Rachel is in charge of bringing the jelly donuts from Goldberg's, because duh. Um, The day starts off with bad news. Her boyfriend caught an airport Cold, something that Dan claims he also caught. Uh, So he isn't going to be coming to the party. Then she bumps into a guy, the jelly donuts go everywhere. And he's like, I'm so sorry, but I, I have to run. But he left behind a little wooden box. So she snags that, and she goes to break the news to her family that there will be no jelly donuts and no boyfriends here at this party. Uh, to make matters worse, Rachel is having a hard time with the fact that this is going to be the last Hanukkah in the childhood home her parents are selling the house. Grandma, uh, Rachel's grandma wants to set her up with a fellow named Zach. Rosie. What? Grandma Rosie, Rosie yes, sorry. Uh, Rachel's grandma Rosie uh, wants to set her up with a fellow named Zach. She doesn't care that Rachel has a boyfriend with an airport cough, um, and invites him in anyway. He comes in, and it's the donut guy. Oh boy! Uh, she gives him that box, and he's like, "Oh, dope! These are my super Wait, special Dungeons and Dragons box? dice."
2: What are you about?
0: What's that? What do you mean you're giving her? A box? Is that dirty? What I, do you mean, get you- <sighs> Jonathan, can I can what? I do this thing? You know this by oh, my now. Bad. My bad. And yes, it, I do mean a thing. Um, hands him a special dice... Uh box (laughs) and it's uh, it is there's nothing else to it everybody and uh, I was like yeah this is perfect and thank you so much Um, uh, Grandma Rosie gives Rachel a dreidel to go uh, play dreidel with and uh, she notices that the curtains are on fire after she spins it this is bad news because it's putting the sale of the house in jeopardy what what, was funny did I talk about dreidel in a funny way No, I just think about
2: your life and I think about the legs under that robe. (laughs) Yeah,
0: they're there. Just you're you're you know, you got those pictures saved on your phone. You go just look at those, the rest of the synopsis. Uh, she uh she goes to sleep and wakes up and she's back uh to the morning before. She's super confused, she thinks that it's just like some wild deja vu. But when she gets the call from her boyfriend about the airport cold and somehow still bumps into Zach with the donuts going flying, she realizes what's happening. This is a Groundhog Day situation. The next day, she still drops the donuts. I, I know I'm harping on this. I cannot say enough how bad she is at Groundhog Daying uh, to still be dropping those donuts. She tells Zach that she is uh, in a Groundhog Day situation. He being a, uh, a nerd uh, is like, this is perfect for me. This gives me something to do today. He uh, says, let's start with this. Put your number in my phone. We'll see if it's there the next day. The next day, it is not there. She wakes up. Uh, she waits for Zach at the station and still manages to drop the freaking donuts. Uh, she she uh, dives right into telling him. You have an eating disorder. How are you so triggered by the disorder? Because if the there's load? after the second yeah. or third day, Jonathan, you you you, you protect those puppies with your life, That's right? So
2: what, why don't you just give an objective summary instead of this editorializing? You you left wing media progressive
1: <sighs> woke folks witch just like Stone. Just call me a woke witch. <laughs> a woke witch.
0: Yeah, fair. Yeah. Um None anyway, the donuts are gone is all I'm trying to say. She uh, dives into telling him immediately what happened and he believes her right away. Uh he tells her that um she we need to look through some old boxes maybe in your room to see if there's anything there that'll give us some clues on how to get you back uh out of this loop. Then they end up going to a comic book store to get some comic books about time loops. They talk about uh what could have been the thing to set off the time loop and she says, "Well, my grandma did give me an antique dreidel which I spun and the curtains caught on fire and they're like well there you go so they go to get the dreidel uh, and the comic book guy is like spin it again and she spins it in the Have store
1: given up?
2: I mean it seems like you've given up <sighs> I'm just trying to get I through There's on. there's a lot, a lot of stuff the Christmas movies you're like you're uh, like Mitch Gainer right. you're filled with charisma okay. and interest okay. and excitement okay. But the Jew
1: thing is like a tax audit. Come on. You got to do some jumping jacks.
2: She says,
0: well, my grandma gave me (laughs) an antique dreidel, which I spun and the curtains caught on fire. This feels more offensive. Uh, That does seem (laughs) offensive. Uh, They're like, well, there you go. Shut (laughs) (laughs) up. So uh, they say spin a dreidel and she spins it and it stops and spoiler alert it does not bring her back to uh, where she came from. She go uh, she gets a butt dial voicemail from her boyfriend who is supposed to be at home sick with airport uh, cold but he is clearly not. Zach recognizes the music from the bar again could not be more of a nerd and they track him down at the bar. She confronts him and it's like if you didn't want to come to my parents you should have just told me. And he ends up breaking up with her and she spends the rest of the night with Zach. The loop resets. The comic book guy tells her that she needs to follow her passion. And she's like, well, I guess you know, my writing. And so they all read her manuscript and they love it. They say, this is amazing. Zach ends up giving the book to Rachel's cousin who's in publishing. And uh, she is really upset when she finds out that she, he's just handing out this, uh, this book. But the next day she realizes uh, that she is starting to fall for this sucker. What can you do? She comes up with a possibility that maybe it's the donuts. That's what I've been saying. Just protect the donuts. Uh, and so they come up with a plan. In South
2: Carolina uh, getting help hold for someone before they hurt themselves or others.
0: They come up with a plan. Um, and for some reason, it takes Zach a little bit longer to come around to it on this day. But finally he does get into the van. They are going to drive the donuts can't can't mess this up. While in line for the donuts, Zach invites a noisy lady in line to come with them to the family uh, party, and Rachel breaks up with her boyfriend over the phone, so enough of that. Zach and Rachel are very flirty, flirty, fun time in the van, and they end up kissing. Woo. That makes seeing her boyfriend, ex-boyfriend at her parents' house all the more shocking. He's never done this before, especially shocking for Zach, who did not know that she had a boyfriend, did not know that they had broken up and obviously is not privy to all the other times that they have broken up during this time loop situation. So he thinks that she's just using him to make the boyfriend jealous. But Rachel's like, no, no, no. After seeing Rachel and Zach, Grandma tells Rachel that she needs to spin the dreidel again here it's clear to me that you've been making good use of the dreidel. And Rachel is like, whoa, 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 what do you know? And grandma's like, what do I know? Who can say? So she spins the dreidel. There is no fire, but Zach does not stick around to see this night out because he's mad about the boyfriend thing. The next morning, she wakes up at her parents' house. The time loop has come to a close. Her dad comes in and explains, oh, the dreidel situation? Yeah, we've all done that. (laughs) Everybody in this family Family, has been in a time loop before. The dreidel brought me to your mom. The dreidel brought your sister to her wife. It happens all of the time for all of us. But he explains that the dreidel can only do so much. If she wants to fix things with Zach, she needs to make that happen on her own. So Rachel goes. Okay, you now you gone longer than the. Movie. I'm trying. To, you someone keeps itself. interrupting me, Jonathan. I buy you the mic. So I, the, I try to do a so good funny. thing. Oh, now you're abusing oh, the mic. Oh, oh.
1: <laughs> Send it back. (laughs)
0: <laughs> Rachel goes to find Zach, and she apologizes, and he's like, I, th- I like you, but this is a lot. You're a lot right now. I need to protect myself. And she has an idea. What if I put the dreidel in that nice D&D dice box? And he put, she puts it in there, and suddenly, boom, he remembers everything. The 80s power ballad begins to play, and they kiss big ones, and they celebrate Hanukkah together, and uh, Grandma Rose talks to Zach about all this, 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 this. And that, my friends,
1: was... Round, round and round. round. We did it. Mm-hmm.
2: The Babylonian the Babylonian captivity was 70 <laughs> years, uh they tell us. And it went faster than that.
0: We'll be back on the show. Deck the Humble. Brian, we love our city of Greenville, South Carolina. Yeah, yeah, yeah that, that Greenville. Greenville. Um, it's the perfect place to go for some holiday cheer. And Brian, you and I, we love Christmas music. We sure do. And there's something about seeing uh, a symphony play some Christmas music that really gets me in the Christmas spirit. And that's why I'm excited about this weekend at the Peace Center. They uh, we have Holiday at Peace. So they got name. a couple things going on there. Holiday and uh, we'll at Peace. Like you, you are will. at Peace, but you're also at the Peace Center. Yep. The Greenville Symphony Orchestra is going to be playing uh, some 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 new, some old, some classics, uh, uh, Christmas songs in a way that only a symphony can it is fantastic and whether you're carrying on a yuletide tradition or feeling inspired to start a new one come on to greenville south carolina because this is the perfect way to get into the holiday spirit. Uh, shows are happening tonight tomorrow sunday right here in yeah that greenville uh, so head to the peace center website for more information and come check out all that greenville south carolina has to offer Well, hello there. Uh, let's talk about Round and Round. We're going to start with the hot take is where we share exactly how we felt about this movie. We will not hold back. I'll start with you, Brian. Brian, what do you think about Round and Round?
1: Boy, I'll try not to be hyperbolic. I'll save some of that for you. Um, man, this was great. This was probably my favorite movie of the year. This far. Last wow. far even. Uh, I. It was so good. It was More than so- Biltmore. More than, more than Santa Summit. More than Santa Summit. Right now, I still have Hold the Holly like right there, fighting, wow. fighting chance for first place. This, I, I really borderline love this movie. I thought it was so clever and funny. Borderline love. Yeah, I, I it's feel your favorite like of the year, but you your, didn't love it. Love is your oh, like. You can still you know love I mean? it. All right, I love this movie. It was uh, the dialogue was great. Like the, it felt like a lot of it was non verbal like there was a lot of looks there was a lot of like reactions like a lot of physical stuff that really like worked so well in this movie the nerd of it all was like the perfect tone the nerd stuff was so funny um i don't know like this couple i think this couple is my favorite couple in a movie this year and right now my ever uh, my mount everest of couples if i have to have one uh so i i've already watched this again i've watched this twice uh well, cannot wait to hear what everybody thought about this. Had a blast. Um, yeah, favorite movie of the year so far.
0: Jonathan Shapiro, what'd you think of Round and Round? Uh,
2: well, I thought this was the best Hallmark movie I
1: ever saw.
0: Hands wow. Down.
1: There it is. Better than the one from a couple I
0: mean, years ago with the with The optoma- optometrist,
1: too. Uh, oh, uh, uh, the
2: uh, Hanukkah Cross Eyed. Yes. That yeah, that, that one. Be, yep, yep. Uh, Yeah, no. Now, having said that, uh, and acknowledging that there are some great scenes in this movie, and there were moments where I actually laughed out loud, uh, half the movie is intolerable. But the other half is great. And I thought that the charisma between Mr. Greenberg and uh, the other and the lady,
0: mm-hmm. Mr. Greenberg was, and the lady, that's uh, the band they're starting, I yes.
2: Cliffs, I believe, uh, the, particularly the scenes in the bar, yes, was charming, funny. I was, I, I, I stand amazed and aghast. I thought it was really, there were moments that were really good.
0: Oh, wow, how about that? How about that? I love this movie. Mm-hmm. I, I had as much fun with this movie as I've had with any movie uh, during the duration of this podcast, this movie is a blast and it is uh, a movie that I just think like with "Haul Out the Holly," that movie is obviously very funny, but it's also like over the top. Yeah, I felt like this movie was funny just being this movie. Like the way that they're saying lines and uh, communicating with each other, and it's just funny. I laughed so much in this movie while I was watching it. It's just such a good time. The '80s music that yes. rocked for me. Um, the end when the when they put the dreidel in the box and it all comes back. It that slapped the the realization that. Grandma knew. I was like, oh my gosh, Grandma knew. This is magic. And then the realization that everyone in the family knew. All of it worked for me. I just absolutely loved this movie. Uh, so, so much fun uh, to be had. The performances were fantastic. I need more of her. She was so good. Uh, what 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 is her name, Aaron? You really like her. What's her name? Vic
1: Michaelis. Her name is Vic. I don't
0: know how to say her last name. Vic M- Michaelis. Michaelis. Yeah, Something like that. Uh, in short, adored this movie. Uh, uh i i think it's uh, my number legs, 2 so. but it's honestly battling it out like yeah. i d- i didn't think i'd see a movie this year that would battle yeah. uh built more christmas yeah. and i think part of the the tough thing is that i think that built more christmas is a more original idea like this is a Groundhog Day movie and it's a really fun bit like I love Groundhog Day movies but obviously we've seen it Biltmore more does time travel in a pretty unique way um, but this movie is really good so really good. funny really really good stuff uh, it's time for all the feels we talk about what in
1: this movie gave us those feels Brian yeah the, the humor in this was top notch and Jonathan the same scene you mentioned the bar scene was my feels that whole time they were in the bar every interaction they were having everything they were doing Was so fun and funny and like just perfect. I was so into it. Like, I like everything around me disappeared (laughs) when I was watching that part. And there was the the innuendo, there were a couple of lines where uh, Zach was like, like she would say, you know, we've done this a bunch of times. And Zach's like, have we ever, and then kind of like give a look. And she's like, no, no, you know. And so those little jokes, like they just landed so well. So the, the tone, the humor of this was just so great, but especially that bar scene was my feels. Shapiro, any feels for you? You know, I'm a, and they know this.
2: Uh, I'm, a, I'm sure Christians have the same thing. There are certain go-to feels. Mm-hmm. When the family is around the menorah and lighting the candle. Mm-hmm. Uh, by the way, I thought Hallmark uh, did less of that in this movie. So they're willing to do Jew things, but, you know, not so much that you'd get sick, I guess. Anyway, they cut away from the menorah moving moment pretty quickly. But in that moment... If you see the guy who looks like a chipmunk with the big cheeks from suits, um, Stan Golden, oh, I don't yeah. know what the, the guy. Father. The guy who played the father. Mom. His face when they're lighting the menorah and they're saying the prayer, uh, he's a good actor, and he actually conveyed this sort of bittersweet feeling that we generally have when we light the menorah. Because, just for my Christian friends. It's a holiday that celebrates uh, a victory uh, over uh, Syrian Greek armies that had been destroying the Jews. So it's bittersweet, Mm. don't you see? It's not just about the the happiness of it. And I thought his face conveyed that, and I thought it was very moving. I was moved by that. Um,
0: He is also my feels, not just in that performance, but this entire movie. I just thought he was one of the coolest dad. Like, I just thought like he's just so cool throughout this movie. At one point, he just lays <laughs> lays on the bed like this and <laughs> is like, let me give you some advice. But also, I go to look him up on IMDB, and his IMDB picture is a mirror selfie. I mean, this yeah. guy is doing it all. Yeah. So um he worked for me. All the way uh, uh, across the the board here, all throughout the movie. Anytime he was on screen, I was like, "This guy is just perfect." Like he's such a good actor, but also he like just certain like mannerisms and things he does just makes me laugh. And I just thought it was was fantastic. So shout out to uh, per IMDb, Rick Hoffman. Shout out to Rick Hoffman. Uh, Let's take one more quick break. We'll come back and we will uh, break the movie down a little bit more with the way what's in the what the Hallmark's here on Deck Deck the the Hallmark. Hallmark. Bran, I got to be honest. I found out about Tyler Shaw about a month ago. And just in time. Because this Christmas season, Tyler Shaw's music. This new song, Christmas in Your Eyes. Oh, my gosh. Oh. This is nice. This is what I'm looking for, Dan. This is it. He's got a whole album. Tyler Shaw's really? Christmas. That's he does. He has sung for presidents, wow. for Prince Harry. They call him Canada's Prince of Christmas. They do? Yeah, they do. And you can find his music wherever you listen to music. And you're going to love how Tyler Shaw's music puts you in the Christmas spirit. That's the thing. And you got so many great songs that he does on his album, the classics that you know done in that Tyler Shaw way. It's so perfect for the holiday season. So go ahead, create yourself a fire, get yourself a nice cup of hot chocolate, and turn on Christmas in your eyes wherever you're streaming music this holiday season. Tyler Shaw, Merry Christmas. Jonathan, can I ask you a menorah question? Sure. Are there um, different types of menorahs? Like I saw two variations of a menorah in this movie, one with the candle in the middle and one that just seemed like it was just eight candles. Are those different variations of a menorah?
2: So every, yes, and there are endless variations. We have in this this, uh, house, uh, as I'm thinking now, probably nine different menorahs, all different styles, all different artistic expressions, but there's something they almost have, which is a place for nine candles and you say voice viva the nine. I heard it was only eight. I don't know why you're talking that, that way. It's offensive.
1: Is that Dan again? Did we get him <laughs> doing Dan, that. Yeah.
2: <laughs> so the ninth candle is the schmash, which is the helper candle, which you're supposed mm-hmm. to light the other candles. Off. Yes. I yep. to zoom through it with the match. So, uh, we have one that my mother-in-law gave me that is the old temples of Europe. So they have the famous temple from Krakow, and and it's a beautiful menorah. Except there's something weird about lighting them because it it, it it speaks of anyway. The point of the matter is, uh, menorahs are a beautiful uh, statement. And you're probably wondering why we eat donuts, aren't you?
0: No, that didn't it's come up clear, at all. Actually. But if you want to, if you <laughs> want to, I mean, I like donuts too.
2: <laughs> I'm not going to ask if the crucifixion is an important thing in your faith. Are
0: you comparing the jelly donuts to the crucifixion?
2: No, I'm not, because jelly donuts are delicious. And you would wear
0: them around your neck. <laughs> uh, I would, in fact, you though, sure wear would. a donut around my neck. I think it'd be a really, uh, actually, a pretty smart pretty move. Uh, it's time for the Wait What is we talk about what this movie made us go Wait What. I can't imagine there's a ton of them to go around, but let's find out. Brian, what would you think? Uh, anything made you go Wait What? I have
1: an embarrassing few here. It's just like nothing. This movie, it, it's just hard with this type of movie. Uh, being able to pick out over the telephone an 80s band, I guess, it was a stretch, uh, but an '80s cover band. '80s oh, cover band. Yes, I know. Oh, this is terrible. They're only getting worse. That's your way They're point. getting worse. They
2: bring you a, they bring you a beautiful bounty buffet, and you're complaining that the chocolate <laughs> fountain isn't running hard uh, enough. What is? I'm wrong gonna save with the you? good
1: ones for you. Is what it is. I'll, I'll breeze through these other ones. They they read and they edit the uh the manuscript for her in the comic book store in just maybe a couple hours tops freaking nerds right Uh, (laughs) like that's that's some serious nerd level stuff there and her parents have like they just one story one love story the whole movie i feel like we could have sprinkled in a couple other love stories from their past uh some other things besides the seventh night (laughs) about anything else about them meeting would have been great uh that's kind of it jonathan
2: uh, I just want to go back on the feels because the movie was fantastic. When he says uh, after the bar scene, "I really hope you wake up and remember me." Yeah. And then, "Good night, Groundhog." I, that's I love yeah. that. That was really good. That's great. Okay. Yeah, I got. i actually have a lot of questions. Like, for example, the anti-Semitic singer in the <laughs> beginning next to the tree who is singing, and I wrote it down because he sang this verse three times. Quote. Just because I'm Jewish doesn't mean I can't spread some cheer. That's the lyric in the song by the singer who's next to the tree. What? Then Goldberg's The Bakery, we're told, is cash only. In a world that's going cash free, Goldberg is running a tax scam (laughs) where they take it all in cash and don't declare it. What? What year is this? uh i think that's oh the fact that the grandma was a hobbit in the original hobbit <laughs> and they don't mention it and they don't give ernest borgnine the screen credit for playing the role
1: Yeah, this is what the unions were fighting for right <laughs> like this is the stuff <laughs> uh
0: thank you jonathan for always making us uncomfortable. <laughs> in this, uh, Yeah, I got
1: one last right one. Yeah, go ahead.
2: Oh, Grandma Rosie the Riveter says he's a young Caravaggio. Now, they had the entire Western canon of art to draw from. Caravaggio was a murderer who had to flee his hometown, and he was a horrible human being. He was a murderer and committed abominations.
1: That's who the Jew celebrates. Oh, I get it. Those are better than mine.
0: A little bit better. I you. think he's got more, than mine. more insight in this uh, I got two and save the booze. I <laughs>
2: like the booze.
0: Save the booze. Save the booze. Okay. Does she just always have the cassette on her? They're at the uh, they're at the comic book store, and she's like, "I've got some music." Um, I I guess if there if you were to whip out a cassette anywhere. It would be Uh, at a comic comic book book store. Store. They are maybe possible to have a cassette player, but nowhere else is that going to come in handy. But I'm glad that she does have it. You did mention the, the, the manuscript thing. My problem wasn't how fast they went through it. My problem was with the manner in which they did it, which is, for my money, the worst way you can handle a manuscript, which is to go around in a circle and it's like, I'll read this, then hand it to you, and you mark on top of my marks and then just hope that it all ends up back in order Just a disaster while Uh, eating Cheetos. While eating Cheetos, they were not handling this manuscript with any sort of respect. They're just going willy nilly, however they want to, and I did not appreciate uh, that. And we're
2: people, you know, the Talmud and the Torah are sacred things to us, so I found that also offensive and anti-Semitic.
0: Go ahead. No, you said it, not me. It's time for what the home markets, where we talk about any questions that we still have that we would like some answers to. Ryan, yeah. what are you still wondering about?
1: My first thing was, my first thought was, as an actor, is this fun to do this, to do a Groundhog Day scenario where you're doing the same scene, just little variations, versus a whole movie script where none, nothing is repeated. So is that fun? And I was like, that's a stupid one. I'm not going to mention it. My real one was, does every family have this? Is this is there one drink? Thank you for not mentioning <laughs> Thank you. Is there one dreidel? Is this the only dreidel like this? Is that it? Are they the only family that has with a this?
0: with a Groundhog
1: Day dreidel, yeah, a magic dreidel, or yeah. do, is this something like many families have? Many families.
0: Jonathan, do you have a Groundhog Day dreidel?
1: Do you? So here's the other. Here's the sort
2: of the hidden treat of this movie. Uh, this is actually a documentary. <laughs> All Jews a dreidel that can put you in a time loop. I I I, I, I want to know. I want to see a movie that shows that Noah, the child of Megan Rapinoe and the sister grows up to be the middleweight champion of the world. I, I want to I see a movie where he grows up to be uh, not only the middleweight champion of the world, but uh, a, a person who is open to all cultures and all people.
0: Wow, It's beautiful. Mine is, uh, uh, go ahead.
2: I'm, not, I'm, I'm sorry, Jonathan, I forgot. I for, I said one fucking sentence on this thing. I've been on this thing nine years. I've never been allowed to finish one goddamn thought. And I tell you at some point, I'm going to use my time-traveling dreidel and mess with you oh, guys.
1: I don't like we that. don't need. That.
2: My last <sighs> question, I guess. <laughs> Can we see more of this couple? Because honestly, they have the best chemistry of any any couple I have seen in a Hallmark film by a lot. And why weren't they spending money on good actors and scripts before now?
0: More than fair. That's a great question. More than fair. Uh, mine is uh, <laughs> not as serious as either of those. There is a uh, One of the things that keeps happening is the fire in the yeah. the house. In a throwaway line that is made for jokes only stuck with me. And I couldn't stop thinking about it. She says at one point, how does a fire extinguisher catch on fire? And now I can't stop thinking about that. How did that happen? That was a great line. It, that, it is a great that line. line made laugh. I, I love the That's idea funny. of her fixing everything. Like, I'm getting rid of the lights. I'm going to fix the, the wiring above the kitchen. No no way a fire can start. And then just the visual in my mind of a fire extinguisher <laughs> just blowing yeah, exploding. up. It's <laughs> nothing you could do. It's a time loop. It's a time loop. Uh, well, we did it. Congratulations wow. to us. Uh, it, Nobody was
2: hurt. I didn't miss Dan at all. I got to tell you something. It's like when you have a terrible stink in a house and you get a big fan and you blow it out and suddenly it's like pine salt. He has been weighing you guys down. He's been holding you both back. He's got a terrible demographic. People don't like him. Young women, 18 to 49 are not by him. He's horrible. He appeals to Southern shut in degenerate gamblers. That's it.
1: Yeah. I think we'll have to have a retort uh, sometime next I don't week. Think so. Maybe I know the
0: demographics <laughs> back that up, uh, Jonathan. Something that you're not going to be able to hear is this next segment, and I yeah. apologize for that. It's time for a fighting chance with Vic Webster. With Vic Webster, let us know if there was any fighting or action in this movie. Vic Webster, take it away, buddy. Fighting chance with Vic Webster. A fighting chance with Vic Webster. Was there fighting in the movie? Did someone get hurt? Is a fighting chance with. Vic a fighting
2: chance with big Webster, a fighting chance with Vic
1: Webster, If action is what you're looking for, you have come to the wrong place.
0: A fighting chance with Vic Webster, Vic Webster. He keeps getting better. Yeah, he likes it. So. He, <laughs> loved it. Yeah. he loved it. I swear. He loved it. I Great job. Great yeah. job all around, yep. Jonathan. Uh, anything else you want to say to the people before we let you go?
2: Yeah, please be nice to people who are maybe not as powerful. You you know, it's important to be nice, but it's it's even nicer to be important. So just remember that. And uh <laughs> you know, if you come by the house and the guard gate doesn't let you in, take it as a as a
0: as a hint. Yeah. <laughs> we we don't want to see it. All right. you go, dogs. You go ahead and send that mic right back, buddy. We're gonna be back <laughs> tomorrow with another one and so then we were the first to wish you a happy, happy
1: Hanukkah! Hanukkah!